It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Pleased to meet you, we're all glad you came, won't you try and remember our name? Sharks, your daily source for all things San Jose hockey. I'm C. Morley, managing editor of SB Nation's Fear the Fin. I am the Scorpions because Rocky like a hurricane joke. Okay. (laughs) 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 That's who sings the song. That's who sings the song is the Scorpions. Okay. The deep cut there. (laughs) I feel that's their only song. Also, I believe the Scorpions are German. For some reason. But yeah, the Scorpions are, yeah, German rock band. The lead singer's <laughs> name is Klaus. I, cu- I couldn't figure out how to make Rocky Like a Hurricane into, into a better intro. And so I went with that. But yeah, get out of town, Carolina, you overrated punks. <laughs> you know that we have a reference to a hurricane in our outro. Did you did you see that yesterday? I saw you said that, but I didn't know it existed. Yeah. Even though I've heard the song like a billion times because I listen to all the podcasts and stuff. <laughs> I had no idea that that was a thing, but that's uh, that's neat. Oops. Yeah, whatever. It's all good. Uh, I, I guess it's probably hard to find songs that like explicitly mention sharks. <laughs> Baby shark? <laughs> no. Uh, whatever song the no, sharks sing in West Side Story. <laughs> Um, they sing many songs, but uh, do they sing any shark-based songs? Oh, the Jaws song. <laughs> the, the Jaws song. The Jaws <laughs> like, theme. I mean, dun, just, dun, yeah. Dun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I would have just call that the Jaws theme. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know, know why I went with song. Like... <laughs> is there? Like, is there? Did someone is... write a song about Jaws? <laughs> probably. Like Weird Al probably did, but. Do you think there's any actual shark-based songs besides Baby Shark? I really doubt it. I, oh. I don't want to. I don't want to know. But it's actually good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we said, the Sharks thoroughly stomped the Hurricanes last night. We are recording this a day late because ten thirty games are brutal, y'all. <laughs> we were both really tired and like, nah, let's just do it tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> so you're getting this like hot off the press. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I went immediately to bed and was like, "Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's too much fun. Yeah. Let's just let's just sit on it." And it still was a good game, but yeah, the the sometimes those East Coast East Coast late night starts just hit you really hard. I think you texted me halfway through the game and we're like, "Tomorrow?" I said, "Tomorrow." <laughs> uh, it is hard being on the East Coast for sure, but it was worth it. It was a fun game. It was just so much fun like i'm smiling just like remembering like how good last night's game was yeah the beginning was iffy wow <laughs> um, well carolina's the problem is carolina is really fast and really good so they can hurt you so many times and like i said you can't screw around within your own end and san jose did that a couple times but let's just give it up right now for martin jones yeah what a game that guy played Yes, absolutely stellar performance from Jones. Yeah, I mean, he looked like a real goalie. He was doing the things that we remembered him to do rather than just letting in easy ones. And he made a whole bunch of like big saves and like tough saves because really, for all intents and purposes, Carolina only scored one goal the whole game. 
Um, <laughs> the, the last goal at the end of the game was a shot that was going 10 feet by the net and it hit Eric Hall's stick and went up over Martin Jones kind of weirdly. So they all did a really good job. Once the Sharks started getting some power plays into the back half of the first period, San Jose took over. In the second period, they just dominated possession and stuff like that. I just It was really impressive to see the Sharks rally, especially after their first couple of games when we were all like, what is going on? I feel like everything we we say up until like we're 20 games in, we're just like caveat is small sample size and we're looking for consistency still. <laughs> and with Jones, <laughs> yeah. obviously it's one game. So, I mean, he's looked pretty good it's so far now. this season. Yeah. So, you know, not to discredit that he he has been playing well, but obviously like that's something we want to see over the long haul because the thing about Jones is that he's always been a streaky goaltender. <laughs> And this doesn't necessarily combat that as an issue on the whole, but still very good performance from Jones last night. He just looked better. Yes, absolutely. Like he just looked like he knew what he was doing rather than not. <laughs> <laughs> right. He looked like a real life goaltender. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Dylan Gambrell, real life NHL player. Yeah, also, scored, I, scored he, goal, kind of. <laughs> I can't, I honestly, yeah, kind of. The Sharks actually scored five goals in the first period. Um, <laughs> I can't believe they actually called that one back on the high stick. Like, I yeah. guess the one, I guess because they called it no goal on the ice yes. is the reasoning. Yes, so that's the thing is that because it was called a no goal immediately that they had to have, like, conclusive like it absolutely was not and from one angle the one angle yeah the one angle it looked like it might have been a high stick so they were like well that's not enough to uh you know to overrule I really yeah i hate that they use the crossbar on goals but your shoulders on high sticks like in play yeah it should just be shoulders all around Especially for yeah. something like, for instance, for me, I'm 6'6". My shoulders are really tall. If I just stick my stick straight out, I'm above the crossbar already. So I have to, like, contort myself. It's just, it would make it so much easier if it was just the guy's shoulders. Right. Because then you could conclusively see, okay, he touched the puck below his shoulders rather than having to Zep Ruder film four different angles and be like, well, it was three quarters of an inch higher than this piece of the crossbar. It's just, it's right. just kind of annoying. Yeah. And also, again... uh <laughs> I, I don't think he did a lot on that goal, <laughs> but it was still a good, good play. And he looked good for the rest of the night, too. So he'll have his first one soon. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think he has a point yet. Oh, no, he does have the three assists. He doesn't have the goal yet. That point shot came from your boy, Mario Ferrero. Yeah, I know. At, at first, I thought he scored it. And then I was like, oh, wait, it got tipped in. <laughs> I actually thought one of the Kane goals, I thought it was a Burns goal at first because he tipped in. Oh, the tip in one? Yeah. Yeah. uh And I thought it was a great play. That was so fast. That happened so fast. (laughs) Like, oh my God, that entire sequence was just like, I couldn't keep up. I, I like, I had to backtrack and figure out what happened there. Oh my God, it was incredible. Yeah, it, it just like they oh, clearly it was a set play, and they said after game it was a set play. But Evander Kane, Johnny on the spot for the first goal. Second goal also <laughs> is in the right spot. He should just stand right like five feet away from the net for the rest <laughs> of the season and just shoot the puck. Joe Pavelski, um, who? <laughs> yeah. But uh, Evander Kane, weirdly going into that game, had 26 points against the Carolina. Hurricanes franchise, which is his highest, and he ended up with 30 because he had a four-point night. So we know if they ever meet in the cup finals, Evander Kane's our guy to lead us to the promised land. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously we're going to talk about Kane having just an absolute monster night, which 
again, I think Kane is a player that's a little bit streaky. He tends to have long, cold streaks, and that's a little frustrating. But man, that was it was a great game from Kane. Yeah, great. And like he scored 30 goals last year. So that's what you want. But at the same time, like you said, it seemed like for long periods of time, he would just disappear. So if this like kickstarts him for like a nice five, six, seven game stretch, especially with the East Coast swing coming up, that would be good. And like, I think we we kind of just say the same things over again because it's been what, eight games? We're just looking for consistency. <laughs> so if the whole team gets better and Kane's going to score goals, that's great, especially because he's on the second line. And it's nice to have that depth scoring start filtering down. But I thought there wasn't really anybody that played a bad game. Did you think any Anybody had a bad game per se? Um, off the top of my head, uh, Vlasic did not look great. Vlasic hasn't looked great in a while. He is like a shell of his former self on the ice. Well, he led to the first goal or the Carolina goal. Yeah. Um, him and Sorensen could not make a pass and then it got all jumped around and they couldn't get it out and then it was goal time. Yeah. Sorensen, for the most part, Looked pretty decent coming back. Yeah, I was giving him a pass regardless of what he looked like, just because hip hip injuries are bad too, because yes. he uses it to skate a lot. So yeah, yeah. So he had a little bit of lead to shake out. See, do you want to go see some of the young guys play for the San Jose Barracuda? Oh, gee, Kyle, I don't know. <laughs> what about what about going to the theater? Ooh, I do love the theater. Well, why don't you use Vivid Seats next time? Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to writing fans live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime, like going to the theater. Oh, yeah. Doesn't Vivid Seats have an app? They do. And with the app, you get Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program. With rewards, statuses ranging from MVP to Hall of Famer, customers can earn from 10% to 16% credit in all their purchases through our app. And every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. That means you can go out to wherever you want to go and you know that your tickets are going to be good and you're not going to get up to the ticket booth and be like, what do you mean these are fake tickets? Because of the 100% guarantee from Vivid Seats. And as a listener of Locked on Sharks, Vivid Seats has an offer for you. Enter the promo code POSTSEASON at checkout to receive a discount of up to 100 that's postseason at checkout with Vivid Seats to receive a discount of up to $100. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Also, this Eric Carlson slow start thing, like, we don't need multiple pieces about Eric Carlson having a slow start. (laughs) He's done this his entire career. When he had his 82 points in 82 games, he only had, I think, like, eight or nine points through 10 games. He didn't score his first goal till the 15th game of the season. So he even said in the quotes, I'm a slow starter regardless of what I do in the offseason. And he was injured all offseason. So he's going to be fine. I I don't don't need more pieces about how Eric Carlson has got off to a slow start. I, I got it. Right, yeah course everyone's gonna spin it into he's made his money and he's just gonna get lazy and it's like well where was that energy for brent burns just wondering <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> yes yes uh 
Yeah, other other than Vlasic, I don't really think anybody looked particular. Melka Carlson didn't do anything, but he also didn't do anything bad. But like, yeah, David, the fourth line's only been playing like eight nine minutes a game. Which I mean, if they're gonna play eight nine minutes like they played last night, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. and yeah, like we our concerns before the game were how the bottom six would look against a very fast Carolina squad and. They held their own. I mean, like, I, I have no complaints about the bottom six from last night. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, like, I, I, I'm just, like, still kind of a little bit in shock. Like, that game went the complete opposite direction that I expected it to. And I'm very happy about it. But I'm still just, like... Um, <laughs> so, in my notes, uh, I, I just have the phrase Capgrass Delusion written down. <laughs> which, like, halfway through the game... I feel the need to to mention that I was not sober. <laughs> wow, I was making. Could you also explain why cap grass is? Yes, I'll get there. <laughs> so, um, I'm watching this game, and I'm like, all of these players are doing complete opposite of what I was expecting, and I, I didn't recognize the Sharks team on the ice because it was just so. So much better than I anticipated. Um, Capgrass delusion is when you think that... And this isn't funny. It's actually a very serious disorder. But um, it's when you think that people around you have been replaced by imposters. And, like, sometimes the like aliens <laughs> or like um replaced by the government or like you know any kind of conspiracy thing where like the people martin jones was replaced by a real goalie yeah <laughs> yes and so i'm like how are we are we all just like collectively experiencing catgrass delusion watching the sharks team or is it just me <laughs> i think it was just you but i think guys have started to step up so it's like oh good you are a real player i'm glad to remind <laughs> to be reminded but i think the whole imposter thing is is just you yeah probably <laughs> could also be uh you know that i was a little bit stoned but <laughs> it's legal in michigan it's fine uh, that's fine it's legal in canada too so i support this cause so the other thing that really stood out about the Carolina game was that there was quite a bit of special teams time and holy Hannah, the power play. So holy, good. holy Hannah? Yes, I said holy Hannah. <laughs> what are you, seven? Stop. Stop is, this a, is this a Michigan dialect? You've never heard of holy Hannah? Leaping lizards, the power play. <laughs> holy Hannah. Okay, you said, what did you say last episode that I was going to point out and I didn't? It was when we were talking about the defensive pairs and you said something. Um, boy, howdy. You said boy, howdy <laughs> last episode. So Is that a Canadian thing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> boy, howdy. So don't, you don't get to say anything about me saying holy Hannah. No. Sure. Now, mm-hmm. now, we're, now we're even. Yeah, now, say exactly. now say hockey. Hockey. Sound Canadian. But the power play, yes. Holy Hannah, the power play was awesome. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I'm sorry, now I'm just thinking about Holy Hannah. <laughs> Do you think Holy Hannah is like a religious figure or Hannah who's been like <laughs> bullet riddled? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> um it makes me think of there's a YouTuber who she says holy smokes all the time. <laughs> Someone like made a video of every time that she says holy smokes and it's super long <laughs> and it's so funny. Like I've watched it and then just the phrase holy smokes means nothing to me anymore. <laughs> Is this like the Owen Wilson wow video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Have you seen the one where they put Owen Wilson wow to the lightsabers in Star Wars? Oh my god, I need to watch it. It's so uh, funny. But back back to hockey, back to hockey. Yes. Um, they look dangerous. So the thing that I liked about the power play was that there wasn't this like, let's pass it here, then pass it here. Hmm, take a look. Can't really see anything. Hmm, pass it here. Fired in some shin, pad, some shin pads. They was like, pass, 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 pass shot. It was crisp. They were making the passes. They were basically, they were making the defense move around so that they're out of position, which is what we always want. And then they're making cross creases. They're getting when it's okay if Brent Burns or Eric Carlson takes a shot from the point, but not when they, everybody in the world knows it's coming. So last night, what they were doing is they were zipping it around. And then as it was getting them, the defense still wasn't set. And so they were firing it into unblocked lanes. So I, I just like the way that they, they, it looked like they deliberately were moving the puck better, crisper and faster, like less waiting around, less holding it on your stick. Yes, absolutely. And I think one of the, the struggles of the early part of the season, and, and we all know what the, the cause of the issues were being that it was, you know, new team, a lot of players that didn't quite know how to work with each other yet there was a hesitation was a big problem it was always kind of a second guessing thing uh they didn't quite have that team chemistry down that is gone like or at least like not as big of an issue or on its way to being fully resolved if last night's game is any indication yeah and on the flip side the penalty kill killed off every penalty <laughs> yeah yeah i guess that's like i guess that's the highest the pe- praise a I mean, penalty, the penalty kill can have yeah the penalty kill has been solid from the start of the season that hasn't been an issue yet so as long as it remains not an issue then cool <laughs> yeah i mean you can't really you can't really do much other than kill the penalty off so Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and the Sharks didn't really take a lot of penalties. The Kevin LeBanc one at the end of the game was rough. Kevin LeBanc has had a rough defensive uh, season. Yeah. There was- Oh, Literally yeah. zero, zero times Kevin LeBanc and Selkie will be mentioned ever uh, beyond this conversation. <laughs> God. Oh, poor Kevin LeBanc. Have, have you seen that Manny, like the godfather of Corsica, whenever somebody's lying on the ice, like the starfish defense, he tweets this picture. It takes the picture of the defender lying on the ice in the play and then a picture of this basketball player. and There's an alligator and it says, Oh shit, alligator on the court, but he is playing some good defense though. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I could think of as Kevin LeBanc was just like waving at this hurricane going by. I was like, oh shit, alligator on the ice. That's hilarious. No, I haven't seen that, but that's really, really funny. You can see his Twitter. He's been doing it a lot. Uh, oh so you can God. you can easily find it, but it's it's really funny every single time. Uh, that's but that's that's what Kevin LeBanc's defense reminded me of. So it's yeah. it's just oh, it's just kind of funny. Also, I like that they're using Kane and hurdle and couture on the penalty kill yes you just you just score more goals that way yeah i mean if you use your fast guys like it's not so much about ah, just because you, you're down a man doesn't mean that like you just have to play defensive yeah like <laughs> yeah uh, if you get I the mean, opportunity to turn it up ice turn it up ice exactly the way it is. So, oh, yes also shout out to barkley goodrow yes oh my god his goal was so nice it was so nice. I didn't realize it went in at first. I was I thought James Reimer saved it, and then all of a sudden he put his hands up, and they're like, sure, Goodwill scores. I was like, oh, that uh, went in. What a guy. Yeah. He's shooting at, what, like a 46% right now? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to last, but he looks... 
he's doing the right stuff. So, I mean, yeah. if Dylan Graham Burrell can be a real-life 4C and Goodrow can move up and play with Joe Thornton, not the worst thing. I don't really yeah. – I'm not going to complain too much about that. So, yeah. uh, ever since ever since he, like, turned into a superhero after Game 7 of last year against Vegas – He's been he's been on another level. So the last thing I want to talk about with this game in my notes, <laughs> it's so funny. It's all in caps and it takes up half the page. It says Kyle and I both predicted hat tricks. Fuck, we are witches. <laughs> <laughs> I also said that it was going to be a blowout, like four one or five two or whatever. I get a half credit. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. But yeah, <laughs> we both predicted a hat trick. Neither you just picked the wrong guy. The correct player. Um, <laughs> and then during the game, Kyle tweeted from the Fear the Fin account something about at this point the Sharks usually turtle. And I said, what if they hurdle? <laughs> and, and then he scored the empty netter. Turtle scored the empty netter. So Kyle and I are hockey witches. <laughs> like we We have a power and we need to wield this responsibly. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's yeah. I, I completely forgot about that, and then you texted me. The, you texted me. I was like, "Well, there's a hat trick." I was like, "Oh yeah, I think Timo. Who did you pick? LeBank. Oh god. <laughs> well, it was a bold prediction. I had to go bold. I didn't think Evander Kane would be that bold. God. Uh, I also didn't know he was a god against Carolina specifically. Right, yeah. So otherwise, I would have just chosen so him. Weird. <laughs> well, somebody pointed it out that he played on those crappy Thrashers Winnipeg teams that were in the Carolina division. Oh yeah, and- true. Carolina was also bad back then, so yeah. it makes more sense, but still, it's so weird when somebody has, like, their games are against, I don't know, Columbus. You're like, why? Can't <laughs> right? you pick somebody that matters? Yeah. So, now they are going to be at home for one more game against Buffalo, and then it's closing out the, the month on a road trip through New York. The Eastern Seaboard. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's good to just have that win under their belts as they uh, continue on to a rough end to the month. <laughs> For sure. I think because I think we both kind of secretly thought the Carolina game was going to be an L. Just Carolina's good. Uh, no, For no other reason other than Carolina's just a really good team. But you could see Carolina run out of gas in the third period too. And credit to San Jose for not turtling and not letting them get an early goal and getting back into it. They kept the pressure up long enough that Carolina's legs just fell apart. And right. that was that was the end of that. So good job all around. I know that the I'm sure the Corsis don't look great because Carolina <laughs> pounded the shit out of them in the first and then oh, yeah. X took over in the third, but I don't care. A win's a win's a win's a win. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, you can follow us at Locked on Sharks. You can contact us at LockedOnSharks at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, anything you want us to talk about on the podcast. If you want to talk about how Kyle and I are apparently predicting the future this season, <laughs> shoot us an email. Sharks uh, in the cup. <laughs> stop i said wield it responsibly it is responsible it's the most responsible possible way no the further out you get i think it's just gonna like it's is this like a hancock situation where the farther <laughs> away he is from charlie's theron or whatever the less his powers work yeah something it's gonna be bad um <laughs> um we want to say thank you to the honey wilders for letting us use their song idle wild as our intro and outro you can find them on Spotify and Facebook and uh, Twitter. And if you want to follow Kyle on Twitter, you can follow him at Kyle Demetrius. If you want to follow C on the Bird Machine, follow them at Now You See Me with an S and an I and an E, just like their name. I still love that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Any final thoughts, Kyle? More like hurricanes. <laughs> oh, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.